The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, MCW, the Hearst Corporation, Spectre, the Wayland Utani Corporation, Aperture Laboratories, the Tyrell Corporation, InGen, the Nakatomi Corporation, Disney, the Umbrella Corporation, Cyberdyne Systems, or the casting crew of Sons of Anarchy. Since the dawn of mankind. Those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling, and Hispanic people too, and all people. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome back, welcome, hi, the Rough House podcast, better late than ever, <laughs> the yeah, more hey, things sorry. change, the more they stay the same. We truly live the Rough House life here on the Rough House podcast. Um, we're back. It's version 3.0. We yep. hope you love the new intro that we had outsourced and done Holy via balls. the Philharmonic. Yeah. Nailed it. Spent Nailed it. quite a bit of time on that. Quite a bit of time. So hours. Hours, I'd imagine. Lover know how long I spent on that. You'll see it right there in the email if you look closely. But, uh, yes, hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, you know, more Knocked audio it out of the production park. to come. Mm. So, uh, right off the bat, on? Um, I'm doing myself a, uh, doing a, a JMO and diet today. JMO and diet, okay. It takes JMO to make Diet Coke not taste like Terminator come. So, <laughs> See, I, I prefer disgusting. the taste of Diet Coke to regular Coke. But I'm in the minority, really? I believe. Yeah, I do. I do. Hey, I don't know if you are or not. Now, I will tell you this. I'm a Diet Pepsi guy. Oh. Um, oh. 10 days out of 10. I love oh. Diet Pepsi. Oh. No. I might drink no, Diet no, no. Pepsi before I drink a regular Coke. No, 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 no. Diet Pepsi. It's too sweet. Diet Pepsi's too sweet. And that's what I like about it. I like that saccharine mm. sweetness to it. I like fake sugar. That's why I like Diet Coke. But the, whatever they use in pepperin, pep, oh. pepperin, Pepsi as opposed to Diet Coke, I'm, I'm not all in on that. Terminator like gum. That's exactly that's what the, they That's use. the they missing use. ingredient. <laughs> I just it's imagine Iron Chef. Load. Iron Chef uh, uh, Skynet. And, and the secret ingredient is Terminator cum. Ah, oh, this takes me back to the time of my youth when my father fought alongside <laughs> Techcom to keep the machines from eradicating our life forever. <laughs> we didn't have much to eat in the derelict subway tunnels, but every now and then... Father would come home with a fresh kill, and we'd drain its gasoline tank. It was come known home. as polyanethane thermite dolioxine, but we called it Terminator cum. Oh, and the broths he'd make. I'm oh. very ex- I love, dude, did you ever watch the original OG Japanese Iron Chef? I loved it. Dude. Chen Kenichi was, was my man. Did Iron Chef Chinese. What was the fucking guy that was, um, who was, okay, there was the chairman, and he had, like, a fucking rival, like, there was a heel chairman. Yeah. Towards the end that he, like, invaded the fucking castle. 
Yep. Like, he for real invaded this was dude's great. place. I, I used to watch the hell like out of it. All his own sous chefs and his own cameramen. Like, dude, they were kayfabe as hell on that show. <laughs> they, they really were. I was half expecting some sous chef to run over and, like, clock someone in the head with a... <laughs> with a um, frying pan? With a frying pan or splash oil on someone or what have you. Oh, my God. So, um, hey, real quick. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we apologize. Uh, a couple of days late, not on Chris, on me. <clears throat> my uh, home flooded on Sunday. I was trying to watch some football. Mm-hmm. And uh, the missus says, hey... There is cat piss all over the floor, or puke, or what have you. And I went downstairs to inspect, and the carpet on the inside of my washer-dryer room was squishy. And I mm. looked, I'm like, it's like somebody spilled a lot of something. And then I look, and that's where I see the puddle, and that's where I look even closer and see the puddle has turned into a small pond, and the small pond leads me to a waterfall that is oh, coming no. down the entire inside <clears throat> of my wall, and there is a pipe that has exploded on the inside of the drywall, which was fun, meaning I had to literally hammer out a wall to find a pipe that's spraying water. Uh, the emergency plumber that came over told me that yeah. the piping in my house apparently came over with <sighs> the pilgrims. So it's all going to have to be ripped out at some point. He can make some really quick fixes to keep water in most of the house. But at some point, probably around spring or summer, I'm going to need everybody to commit to Patreon <laughs> about a hundred bucks a show. Because rough <laughs> estimates right now have this thing anywhere in between twelve to $15,000. Thousand? Can I Holy tell you what a balls. fucking farce homeownership is? Yeah. What a lie. You don't have to tell me. bullshit lie it is. So, hey, uh, commit to our Patreon page. Go to uh, patreon.com slash the rough house. We appreciate anybody and everybody that donates a couple of bucks. And, yes. Chris, lead us into our next thing here. A, a <clears throat> bit more of serious business for an old friend. Oh, yeah. So, um, if you've uh, ever watched the news um, ever in the past week or so, Uh, You would have known that there have been um, wildfires or just fires in general uh, uh, sweeping through Tennessee and um, good good friend of the show loyal OG 538 and um, delightful derriere of Justin's delight Uh, Jen on 10 her um, her entire house uh, and everything she had basically burned to the ground in these fires so she's trying to help out her friends and her family and and herself as well. down there in Tennessee. So I, I retweeted it a bunch this past week and I posted it on a Facebook bunch. She started a GoFundMe. And I know you guys are familiar with GoFundMe because you sent me to Lucha on it. So um, I know it's 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 not selfish. It's actually trying to do good for other people. So uh, we'd appreciate it if you could throw a couple bucks, anything you can spare um, down to their way because it's going to help uh, her and her friends and family down there uh, in Tennessee who've just been ravaged. Um, just, just been... The, the her house was Brock Lesnar to the fires Goldberg and yeah it's, it's, it was bad it's it's, it's it sucks so um, we're just trying to help her out it's the holiday season do a little giving and and help out uh, one of our own so we would appreciate yeah, it by doing we, that and I'll, I'll retweet it again if we have uh, on average you know a uh, thousand two thousand listeners whatever five bucks five yeah. bucks is yeah. a garbage fast food meal five bucks this GoFundMe please will remind you. One uh, less burrito. Uh, 
One more really, it's uh, one donation. One less uh, awful cup of expensive chic coffee. It's five bucks less in your tank. Gas prices aren't terrible right now. And when I yeah. tell you she is, for those that never had a chance to meet her, She's one of the greatest, kindest people you could possibly have ever met. She came up True. once to visit us from Tennessee mm-hmm. and her yeah. brother, and she guested on a show. I mean, yep. she is the OG of the OG 538. So if True. you're listening right now, uh, uh, five bucks. If we could get yeah. 600 people to donate five bucks, that right there would be three grand, which would be uh, immediately life-changing. Uh, not life-changing, but life-assisting. Okay, you're not buying a house in Tennessee for... Is, how much... How, was my math wrong? Is it 30... Six times five is what? Uh, don't, is make don't make me this do math. Don't make me do math. This is my fourth one. Is six turn times your, five there? Turn your microphone around. I think is that's the problem. T- What's going on? Hold turn on. your microphone around. Have the other side facing you. Is I that think better? The, yes. I think was that, that better was better like that. Oh, yes. that's why I feel <laughs> That was weird. it. I'm dude, a genius. Dude, here's what happened. I'm a genius. For the past couple of episodes, <laughs> my microphone has not been facing in the right direction. <laughs> Now face, I need the, to face the radio station. Face I the radio station. I am the face of a major market radio station. And my oh. microphone has literally been facing in the wrong direction. <laughs> How great would it be right at this moment? I bring a cigarette to my lips and I light the filter and I take a long draw off of it. And be like, oh, problem solved. Shit. Well, <laughs> Hey, we did a little troubleshooting. <laughs> All right, so unfortunately, but don't you dare! This goes in. Damn it! That's no, super I'm, embarrassing. I'm not, well, hey, not, just in case no, you I'm missed it, uh, my house exploded. Homeownership's uh-huh. a farce. Uh, yep. I still flip a coin in the mornings. Heads, I make breakfast. Tails, I blow my head off. And <laughs> donate five dollars to Jen on ten. Christoph yes. is going to have everything up, everything on. <sighs> At the uh, the Facebook page, the Twitter account, yep, and the Twitter, yep. and you uh, texted me an interesting idea last night, and yes, we're gonna I get did. to the wrestling in a second. But part of this Patreon thing is um, a, a recommitment to the people that have have listened as long as they have, and we're thinking about doing some additional uh, paid content for. Right, uh, bonus episodes donators. for people who are who donate to the show. Uh, what the content of that uh, bonus um, episode will be, we haven't decided yet. We have a couple different I- ideas that we're tossing around, but it could be a, a variety of things. We don't know, but we're working on that. It'll be uh, bonus content for people who donate to the Patreon as an added thank you to your support. I heard that. Not See sure if, if the mic if, up on that. If the mic wasn't turned around, I wouldn't have heard that. Two episodes ago, you wouldn't have heard that shit. <laughs> oh man, that is sour. You just shit your pants. That is a, oh my god, that's super super sour. All right, so, so we don't hey, have a ton a, of time, sadly. So, we don't. Uh, so let's get to it. Um, yeah. I, I, I was going to say I've got some Take stuff I wanted to discuss. I want to hear what you want to discuss. And by the Just way, ball, balls uh, deep. If, Go balls deep. If we can, if we can, maybe and I don't want to put you on the spot here. I would okay. like to commit to a second thank you for rejoining us on version three and we apologize for three episodes in being two days late uh let's do a second episode this week just another free guy might only be 20 or 30 okay but how about we do another episode at some point you and i if we have time is that something you think you could do 
if if I can squeeze if I can squeeze it in, much like uh, uh maybe. Well, yeah, we should be able yeah, to. Hey, how about we'll this? Talk Pay about attention it. to the social media. Pay attention <laughs> to the Twitter. For all you know, you can we'll have you a know. bonus episode at some point this week. Uh, let's get right to it. Okay, uh, Asian Asian Lucha gangs. Okay, yeah, Asian that's Lucha gangs. <laughs> Lucha underground. I figured you'd want to lead with that. Yeah, the Black Holy Lotus shit. Triad with four people. Um, show <laughs> is it? Could it be a triad if there are four people in it? I don't think they know what a triad is. I mean, I don't think they're good at because I think try, I think try force, I think, think try cycle, right? Okay, I think three trace, okay, trace, yeah. And there's four of them. The trace and ad. all of them. I want to give me yellow discipline. Uh, <laughs> yellow discipline. Mm. <laughs> discipline. Yeah. So this uh, was um, this was one of the more recent episodes of Lucha Underground. I believe it was. It's the was most recent. Last week. Yeah. Okay. Well, as of today, today we're taping on Tuesday the sixth. So, so Black Lotus finally getting revenge on uh, Pentagon, Pentagon Dark, Dark for snapping her arm, and he snapped uh, uh, Dragon Azteca's arm. He's just right. been on a dragon. He's been on a, an arm snapping spree. Well, I he's mean, that's kind nuts. of his gimmick. It's kind of it's kind of his gimmick. And you know what? I needed I needed this for him from storyline wise. Yes, because I've started to not dislike him, but and this is me making a real leap here. I would I would hate for him to become the W their version Lucha Underground's Bray Wyatt of yeah. wasted potential. Yeah. Because he is one of the best things they had going on, but he has kind of been running in place this season and directionless. Yes. And, and now I he's feel got like direction with yeah, no it's, arms. It's it's <laughs> it's ramping up and you know what the whole episode was basically centered around this revenge. It was all it was a gauntlet match, but not the typical kind of gauntlet match because Dario doesn't do anything typical and that's why Lucha Underground's amazing. It's yeah. a gauntlet match that Pentagon's fighting four times no matter how many of the matches he wins or loses. In a typical gauntlet match, you win or you, the match continue ends when you lose. So he won the first two matches, and I don't remember their names because they're Asian ladies and they have difficult names to pronounce, and I'm not that smart and didn't have time to prep. The first one uh, is a beast, and I sent you her Twitter, which I hope you followed, and she has one of the greatest top rope elbow drops I've ever seen in my life. I will say – okay, we'll go. let's go one by one by one. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll start with the, the first these, one. Storyline-wise, this Doku, was a great maybe? time. Um, yes, yeah, so you know what? We're just going to call her Akuma. Okay. okay, it was Akuma. <laughs> it was Akuma. It was Chun Li and Heisenko. It was it was Katana and Hello Kitty and Hello Kitty being Black Lotus. Yeah, um, these are I'm assuming three female workers from Japan. I'm assuming maybe right. from Valkyrie. Um, I forgot. I forgot which zero uh, organization. I'm they not even were sure with. if Hustle's a thing. New Japan doesn't have ladies. Match wise, not great. The third well, girl I thought was the the superior of all four of them. The third girl yes. is who shined to me. She was the one yes. who was like, "Oh shit, here we go." The second girl, they should just cut because she was she not very. Was she, was, she, she was the weakest of the three. Yes. Oh, there, I no, I mean she that. was Jackie Gator shitty. That was officially <laughs> the shittiest ring bell shot I've ever seen. It was she, it was pretty pathetic. Oh, that was. was bad. It was it was real real bad. And I do tip my hat for all the suspension of disbelief that Lucha Underground brings to the table. You've got dragons, people that are dying and coming back to life, and they also in that same basket of uh, leave suspend your disbelief is the fact that uh, someone that looks to be the lady that works nearby at my Panda Express could beat the shit out of a skeleton <laughs> ninja and hold her own. 
Right. And I, I'm just waiting. I'm like, there was a lot of standing around for Pentagon. There was he had to really help most of them in this match. A little bit with the first chick, a lot with the second. Yeah, not so much with the third. third. I mean, she, she, she. Uh, no, he hung her up and was like choking her through the through the turnbuckle with the uh, with the cables, which is his new thing. He did it to um to either Mill or to uh, Matanza during Aztec Warfare, but he's just yeah. just strangling with with uh, with uh, camera cable, and I love it. That was cool. Yeah, that and the, was the cool. third broad, the crazy one, was the the first the first woman to jump off Dario's office, full cross body. <clears throat> and she like jumped up too. She didn't just fall. She jumped up and out, crossbody Pentagon from the top of Dario's office. That was a jaw dropping. That moment. moment was so awesome. That was so badass. Now I'm trying to find all three members. <coughs> excuse me of the Black Lotus Triad here, and I'm fingers crossed that they don't play. Okay, so we have we have uh, obviously Black Lotus, Doku, yeah. Doku, Hitokiri, right, right. yep. and Yurai. <clears throat> And okay. I guess Yurai Doku, was the second one, I think. Doku was the first. Yurai is fucking garbage, and they need to send her away. And um, Hikotori, that was the one I think we're thinking of that was a, just such a legit badass that if, she, if there's yeah. going to be a breakout star, it's going to be her. And let's keep in mind, too, that the girl that plays uh, Black Lotus is not a wrestler. She is, no, she's not a wrestler. She's coming along. She's holding her own for being just yeah. as green as grass. They yeah. are smartly booking her with very limited moves and very particularly choreographed matches, as few as she's had. Right. But this Hito, Hito Kiri chick is going to be the one that I hope that they lean on because, A, the first two, rightfully so, got their arms broken. Right. So they're probably not going to be able to wrestle. Black exactly. Lotus gives the orders, and she's going to be the muscle. And I thought at the end of that, that was very, very smart because you know, I'm just going to call her Hito. She was the one that brought the heat. She goes out, finally and gets the pin on. Yeah, on, she beat him. She beats him. I mean, I, I like that they softened him up, so she right. gets a believable, somewhat yeah. you know, lucha win. It Black doesn't Lotus hurt comes out, at all. snaps the arm, and then Dragon Azteca comes out. Right, and he breaks the other arm, and I yeah. popped hard as shit. That was great. So now Pentagon is is, is armless. Pentagon armless, uh, uh, and then yeah. So I'm curious to see. How long is going to take him to rehab? I don't know if he goes back into his rehab sex swing that that he got broken by Vampiro in the last uh, last season or not to to heal that. Pentagon's been injured a lot. He he was in the the, the rascal wheelchair a couple times. He was in a regular wheelchair at some point in season one, I believe. Um, and then he was in the, the 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 tied up sex swing last year with with uh, with uh, Vampiro, and now he's now he's going to be in double arm slings. So it's going to be tough to wrestle a match with double arm slings. So I don't know what, yeah, where now, he's headed with that. Yeah, now keep in mind, this is Lucha. So they don't oh, have I mean, to kayfabe a, an injury the way, like right. you pointed out, his various trials and tribulations in his wheelchair and his you know cave of realization where he was fucking yeah. born into the dark character. <laughs> he can go and dip his arms in the Lazarus pit, and the next thing you know, he's right as rain again, and he's back out there one week later. This is Lucha. So for anybody that's saying, oh, man, they broke this top guy's both of his arms, I guess we're not going to see him till season four. I don't think that's going to be the case. Now, there no. are legit injuries, injuries, a la an Ivelisse. Um, Which is a bummer, yeah. Such a bummer. She's for real injured. And what did you yeah. think about the backstage stuff with uh, Crane and Katrina? That <clears throat> was w- weird. That came out of left field at me. It really did. And I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Now, she said that he's the one that brought her there. 
Yeah, that <laughs> and was that the she's head in love with or he's in love with her, but she's in love with somebody else. I'm guessing Mill. I don't I know. I don't know. Maybe she's what did you think of that? using she didn't say, Mill. I'm in love with Mill right. Muertes. I'm in love with someone else. Right. And there was also, excuse me, <sighs> the whole amulet thing around his neck. Um, she has part of like another powerful rock. So there's like there's the rock that she has the that um controls Mill Muertes. There's the amulet that was broken um up into the three parts. I'm guessing that's part of it. And the, remember the detective who I guess is still floating out there? They haven't really touched on that detective uh, underground story detective yeah. underground. The uh, undercover detective story at all since uh since what's his name got fed to uh Matanza, but I don't know that 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 like amulet that she was given as a child uh still is is still out uh, out there in the open. Well, and the rabbit tribe is shit. That thing was uh, so on, fucking it's stupid. Fun. No, that was dumb as fuck. <clears throat> that was that looked like people cosplaying Lucha Underground fan fiction characters <laughs> that are opening for an opening act at the Gathering of the Juggalos. The I knew that you were gonna go Juggalo in that. Oh my god, when you're wearing jorts like that, and the other guy just <laughs> looks <laughs> like he looks like the Zodiac from WCW. Our younger right. listeners, look it up. And then Paul London, who I can't get past that cod piece. You look well, like a dumbass. It's, that's the point. Oh, it looks terrible. No, I, oh, I mean, that's, it's fun. That, no, it's have some have some fun with it. Well, I believe. Um, no, that's just sucked. I'm, I'm, I believe I'm gonna... I read one of them was Cortez Castro, and I think the skinnier one um, was Sinestro de la Muerte slash El Mariachi Loco. If oh, you so follow they're just Lucha black scorpioning this shit where they're just yeah. cycling yeah. in new characters. Again, <clears throat> right. for our younger listeners, the black scorpion was a WCW phenomenon where every now and then <laughs> the black scorpion would attack in WCW and it was played by so many fucking people. I lost track. It was sort of like their suicide in TNA or yeah. Curry Man. Well, now I guess the members of the White Rabbit tribe uh, are going to be played by some old characters. Glad they're still employed, but they're going to have to really do something to make me care about them. I, Let's you know move what? On. I, I think it's fun. It's I'll, I'll, TBD, TBD. <laughs> yeah, but off the bat, it. off the bat, it's orange juice and toothpaste right off the bat. I'm like, I want this out of my mouth. <laughs> this sucks. We got All TLC. Right, we got yeah, Raw from last had. night. We <clears> have the Ellsworth Swerve and. I have a podcast recommendation, and it's fantastic. Always listen to the Rough House first, and listen to whatever various wrestling podcasts you like. Chad Duke's wrestling show is fantastic. Two Man Power Trip. Listen to Cole Cabana if that's your cup of tea. Yeah. Something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard is really amazing. And they did an episode recently. Now, was and maybe Bruce Brother when- Love? He was Brother Love. Was that yes, exactly, okay, that's exactly right. who he was. And he was Jim Ross's talent relations character right, 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 for right. a long time. And he was also in TNA. And he was a part of Gut Check when they were doing that stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. got amazing stories from many he's companies. Oh, he's, he's been around the block a little bit. And there is a fantastic introspection. And I'll let you listen to it. I won't get into it. It does make me want to talk about another topic when we have more time. Injuries and wrestling and the punishment thereof. Okay. Uh, in an episode about Big Van Vader... In the WWE, which were you watching the WWE at the time when Vader was a thing in it? Yeah, when he destroyed Gorilla Monsoon. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. What? Yeah. How, what a what a you know. It's so funny. God, you 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 just you just sold what a great out of the gate he was. Like, yeah. oh my God, we've got Big Van Vader. 
Gorilla yep. Monsoon, the untouchable Don of the WWE. No one puts their hands <laughs> yeah. on Gorilla. And yep. then after that, actually that one single angle, how badly, nothing, nothing. badly it was handled by the yeah. office, by him, by others, his shortfalls, his... His, his illnesses, his unwillingness to work, how bad he smelled. They tell some stories about uh, Bret Hart described him as wrestling a cement truck filled with barf, which. <laughs> wow, is, I didn't think Bret Hart could be that uh, dramatically descriptive. That's so funny. eloquent. It's a great episode, yeah. and it's very interesting that, you know, I love big men, and I love big, fast big men, a la Yokozuna, a la Bam Bam yeah. Bigelow. He'll and, just blame Seth does, Rollins for it. Uh, yeah, at some point. <laughs> Well, they talk about injuries and about oh, yeah, Van, that Vader was a guy that was known, yet for some reason in the rose-colored glasses of professional wrestling lore and hero worship, has sort of just been forgiven over time for <coughs> giving Mick Foley, of all people, the worst concussion of all time, breaking a jobber's back. Yeah. Breaking a man's back. And I went and watched well, and the And the ear, too. He, Mick Foley's ear. A, a, the, the ear, that was an accident, now, the, ear, the ear thing was an accident with the road. That was an accident, and yeah. ending Nikolai uh, uh, Nikita Koloff's career. Okay. He was just a brutal, nasty, nasty dude right. in the ring who could be a teddy bear outside of it. Again, kind of shelve that for a discussion later. Injuries yeah. in wrestling and uh, how they are handled or not handled, either politically in ring, comeuppance, fines, whatever. TLC, right. we're in the books. Yeah, <clears throat> God damn it! Whenever okay, I get to talk to you, I get all I get all hoarse. You just make me nervous. I have an erection uh. the size of an <laughs> Olive Garden breadstick, and much like those breadsticks, this dick's unlimited. <laughs> is, is it basted in butter and sprinkled in garlic? Yeah, with a weird, crunchy, salty crisp oh, on the outside ooh, of it, okay. and a gigantic, yeah. like. Conical, conical bowl of salad with those goofy ass tongs and the two olives nobody wants. <laughs> yes, that's my undercarriage. Olives are gross. All right, so TLC, we have um, we have a new uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, which I couldn't be happier about. Uh, yes. Alexa Bliss, my girl, uh, huge fan. Not not to take anything away from Becky, but um, you know, and I don't think Alexa Bliss is going to hold on to this title for long. Um, but man, the ma the match was good, and I'm and I'm I'm happy to see Alexa Bliss. She has come so far. If you go back and find her NXT debut, and look to where she was on Sunday night, uh, man, I I couldn't be happier for her. Absolutely, I remember when she got drafted up, and I thought it was yeah. such a head scratcher. And much like uh, an Apollo Cruz, I thought. Man, why wouldn't you just let her sit and simmer a little bit more in the juices yeah. of NXT? And <clears throat> pardon me, I'm not sure who said it. Maybe it was somebody on Cage Side Seats, where there was an article that she was, in hindsight, with you know how many months since the draft, she has been the steal of the draft. She yeah. has been the uh, what what a what a coup that we got by getting someone that is so talented. And, uh, you know, the only thing that's bummed me out about this feud is that, and this is us being internet conspiracy theorists, and I won't speak for you, but the the Becky Lynch rumor, Kevin Dunn doesn't like her yeah. accent. Yeah. Uh, there, it, it's never been brought up. It's never been discussed. No one made fun of it in NXT. Nobody made fun of it during the Women's Revolution. Nobody made fun mm -hmm. of it during the Four Horsewomen thing. And now all of a sudden... 
she is being made fun of by Alexa Bliss, who's just following marching orders. She's not shooting oh, yeah. from the hip or anything like that. She yeah. was getting less mic time. The belt is off her. I'm I'm really hoping that she isn't suffering or having a not a career derailment, but a cooling on her heat just because one stubborn old stick in the mud throw over from an era long gone by doesn't like the way that she sounds. It could be that. Um, I don't and I don't know that. We've heard horror stories for years about Kevin Dunn and him being Vince McMahon's number one yes man and all this other sort of stuff. Him, you know, mistreating talents or, or whatever. I don't I don't know if it's part that I honestly and somebody I read this online today, I don't remember who it was, but uh, somebody brought up a fact that Alexa is a uh, what do you call it? An uh, in between um, champion, uh, a heel champion, so that Nikki Bella can be the women's champ again. Oh, do you think? Because you know what <clears throat> is interesting, and I, now that I look at this, I'm glad you said that. Nikki Bella of the main card, yeah, between Wyatt, Nikki Bella, Carmella, Intercontinental, Corbin Kalisto, Bliss Lynch, and the main event. Mm-hmm. Nikki was the only face to win all night. It was a night of all heels. Oh, wow. Every last heel won all night long. Huh. Outside of the pre-choke match, which was the yeah, Hype Brothers, American yeah. Alpha, and Apollo Crews taking on the Vaude Villains, the Ascension, and, and Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins yeah. um, that was a face win. But then you have uh, Wyatt over the champions. Then you have Nikki Bella and Carmella. I, mm-hmm. I, I wonder. I wonder if they are going to put this back on Nikki for one last Hurrah. And I got no problem with that. I think Absolutely it would be great not. for like Alexa to work with a veteran like Nikki. Yeah. Uh, Carmella, I feel like, has righted the ship. I feel like Carmella, who came out hoping to be, you know, if, if, if Enzo and Cass are, you know, Staten Island East, she was Staten Island West and hoping to yeah. get some of that. It's more like Hoboken. No one gave a fuck, dude. She was Poughkeepsie. <laughs> they, she sucked. And luckily, whoever say. in creative said, okay, let's let's right the ship with Carmella. Let's make her heal. Let's get her yeah. away from make Hey, her a bitch. I was with Enzo and Cass. She's great now. She's yeah. she's 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 good. I would not mind seeing a Nikki Alexa program because Nikki was doing what Alexa does for quite some time mm-hmm. and as good if not better when she was doing the the bitchy, sassy, mean girls you yeah. can't sit at our table routine. Yeah. I dig that. Surprise and Alexa's a better night. actress than Nikki, too. Oh, yeah, ha- absolutely. A much better actor. Her, you know what she is? She's better with her body language. I think Her Nikki's facial actually, expressions are a 10. Her, Nikki's better on the mic. Alexa yeah. is better with her, her presence and her facials. Agreed. Well, hello yeah. there. Hello there. What would you think of Corbin <laughs> and Kalisto? I missed it. I didn't see the match. I was at the emergency Not room. a bad match. <laughs> You know what this reminds me of? One year ago, we had ourselves a surprise on this very same pay-per-view. Tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. That was, two, and was, that, that, that was two years was ago. Was it last it? year or is it two was years it ago? Was it last year? I think Never it was forget. last year that we had Roman Reigns' big show. No, and that had to be two years ago. He was, was a champ. Was that two years ago? Reigns was a champ at this time last year. Hold on. Let me see 2015 TLC. Just take a quick peek at this. and the match. It had to be at least two as... years ago. Follows, do, 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 do. yeah, no, you're right. It was it was Seamus Roman Reigns. Then it must have been 2014. I'm thinking of uh, two years ago. Taking a quick peek at this here, that uh, yeah, now shit. When, when was this? What I'm thinking of? Maybe Big it was show. three years ago. I remember it. It happened. It yeah, I, I remember ago. Big Show. Tables, ladders, chairs, on. and stairs. 
Yeah, Chables Irish Chairs and Stairs, which y'all had a we all had a laugh at it. They just kind of tacked that bullshit on there. Yeah, uh, and I believe you are correct. Um, nope, that's not true at all. Also, it was fucking CM Punk. Where the shit did that match take place at? Anyways, uh, it's not Kalisto important. and Baron Corbin was a really good surprising match to where I heard it was short and crisp and and just violent enough. It was. It was just small enough. I keep. I believe it came in at right around uh, ten minutes, maybe a little bit yeah. more. And Baron Corbin came off is just the biggest piece of shit. He's just. He's such a. He's such a bastard. Like he I is. genuinely hate him. And it's he's good, good at but that. No, it's not like Xbox. He. It's like I really no. am looking forward to watching this man get hurt. And Kyle like still held his own. Uh, is as far as a uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Jack versus the Giant. I, mm-hmm. I like this match. This was my surprise of the night. I encourage you to watch it. What match did you watch that you looked at and said, okay, this was something? Uh, you, uh, honestly, all I had a chance to see was the end of the women's match and the main event. Everything AJ I haven't Styles, had a chance Dean to watch Ambrose. anything else. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll, well, real quick, I'll say that The Intercontinental versus, Champion match, I heard was great. IC match was fantastic. That was, to me, match of the night. Uh, some would say AJ Styles, Ambrose. I think it was Ms. Ziggler. Uh, Wyatt Family versus Slater and Rhino. Good match, quick match, dominant match. Great RKO. It's great RKO. Holy God, it was a good RKO. And it's looking like they're going to go free bird rules with the titles okay. where any three members of the family can, can defend it. Uh, Harper seems to be accepting his role as the quiet, villainous, almost butler of the group. He, yeah. he held the belts. He carried the belts afterwards. I, I am beginning to thaw and enjoy the Wyatt family with Randy Orton, which at first was very square peg round hole. I'll be yeah. excited a little later on tonight. We're recording this on a Tuesday prior to SmackDown. Right. What they do with that, and congratulations to Wyatt. Two Finally. fucking years overdue, get a little gold around your waist. Let's yeah, talk Styles long, and Ambrose. Yeah, long overdue for Wyatt. So, yeah, the main event, uh, you know, a TLC match. There were a lot of a lot of really fun spots, you know. The table, the, the two tables that ended up, you know, deciding in the end of the match were teased earlier on, so that you had like checkoffs tables sort of thing still out there. Um, you know, who couldn't have seen the Ellsworth interference a mile away? But you know, up until that time, between those two, I was I was all in on the match. They were beating the hell out of each other. That springboard, oh, laundry's done. Whoop. That springboard. For- <laughs> He's lying to you. He's actually lowering himself onto a gas-powered vibrator right now, and I'm not going to stop him. The springboard 450 uh, onto Ambrose on the table was just a majestic thing of beauty. Could not have uh, nailed that any anymore. It was it was it was beautiful. So now let me talk to you about what you just said there about you. You could have seen the the, the Ellsworth swerve a mile away. I, I, I never saw it coming. Really, I, I, I thought that he was going to get involved. Ellsworth was going to go in there, and he was going to pull some dorky shit, and he was going to trip and fall and all that. But, I mean, it was a week prior, less than a week prior, that – and now now this was sort of made up for with a very funny talking smack post-TLC edition uh, as to his motivations of. But this man was just styles clashed off the steps. Yes, which was awesome and brutal. The floor, which was brutal. And the fact that he even made it down there and a neck brace and all that, I thought that yeah. was hilarious. But I was like, this dude just almost killed you. And you're going to help him win the match. And it was such a head scratch to me. To me, it made no sense. But then they did Talking Smack. Have you seen it yet? 
and heard his I explanation. I, well, I've heard the explanation, but that wasn't why I thought, saw it coming a mile away. I saw it coming a mile away because I saw it as Ellsworth wisening up to being Dean Ambrose's little tool in his whole uh, sort of game. And I Ambrose seen feeding him to Styles and treating him like shit. That's how I saw it. You see, I would have said yes to that had it not been for that Styles clash the week of. Had that Styles clash off the steps happened at the beginning of the feud, then yes. But for okay. someone to do such a violent, deadly maneuver in such a violent, deadly position... It seems like that maneuver and that swerve came too close together. But he does talking smack, and he says that he's beaten AJ Styles three times already. So he just wanted someone to hold the belt that was going to give him the best shot at winning said belt. That made me fucking laugh that he legitimately, his character, is so goddamn delusional. Maybe that that shot to the head... Made him think that that he actually can beat AJ Styles. He doesn't know about Dean. He's scared of Dean. He spent a lot of time around Dean. That man's violent. That man's vicious. That man will, will do anything it takes to win to his little buddy. But AJ Styles, huh, he has his number. He's batting a 1,000 against him. If he is out for himself and he wants to get that strap, if he wants to become the face that runs the place, why not help the man that he can easily beat in his own head? That made me slap my goddamn knee <laughs> on Talking Smack, which got me wanting to watch SmackDown tonight to see, A, Dean's reaction, B, that match itself, which I believe is happening tonight. I believe it is, yeah. If Ellsworth wins the fucking title. From AJ Styles, the internet will explode. AJ Styles. AJ Styles is the most selfless son of a bitch in pro wrestling history and James Ellsworth is the WWE's willy motherfucking Wonka golden ticket ripper (laughs) he is the guy that after getting the candy bar for his birthday doesn't see anything in there and then grandpa surprises him with the second bar holy shit we're going to the factory you've inherited everything or or he's a David Arquette (laughs) or or he's goddamn David Arquette okay I don't think they'll do it, but God damn it. Uh, if they put this trap on James Ellsworth, I am going to shit up my own back. I'm going <laughs> to sit still and I'm going to push out of shit and I'm going to let it ride right up my back. Are you going to make your lady uh, change you? Yes. Like I change the baby on the regular. Sorry, taking a big swig of booze right now. Okay, Just I didn't know if you had anything else to say. Nope, nope, nope. Just thinking about how much this plumbing is going to cost me in the house. So, uh, Raw last night, real quick, because I know you got to get going. Yeah, I got to get going in a minute or two. You got to get going. Uh, uh, Raw last night. um, Hotel beatdown. Hotel beatdown. I don't know. (coughs) How how do I put this? I wish I could find his uh, his Twitter account. Maybe I'll pull it up real quick. But uh, Rusev? mentioned uh, Chad Dukes. It brought up an interesting point about... What does it mean to be a heel in yeah. the WWE? I retweeted these days? it. I retweeted it. Yeah. I oh, you so you retweeted that. He's like, I think so. Okay, so what 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 did he say? It's um uh, something about a guy fighting for monogamy, m- monogamy in his marriage is a heel. It's something like yeah. that. And there was another example too. I don't remember. I mean, yeah, there was a that. second example, and it's it's driving me nuts if I if I can't find the damn thing. But yes, his point was is like, what makes a heel in the WWE? It's 
one guy is attempting to fight for his wife's uh, uh, decency. Like that's a that's a heel. He's he's fighting for her her valor for her honor. I mean, really. What is Rusev wants Rusev wants to stay monogamous, and the Shining Stars want to increase tourism to their homeland. What constitutes a heel in 2016? <coughs> yeah, what the that's hell? It. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was it was Enzo coming across as a bit of a creepster in this thing, and I think this is obviously going to lead to Cass and Rusev at some point. Yeah. Um, it, it was seeing Flair get out of the limo and pass it off to Enzo is kind of like, that okay, was funny. That's, that's kind of funny. Whatever. Although Enzo needs to work on his will because <laughs> it is sad. And do we get no Strowman? No, no continuation of Strowman Zane because they had Owens uh, take on Zane. Yeah. I didn't see anything with Strowman. I, oh, I did see I a, say, I did see I a great Owens match between Jericho. Owens, Owens oh. killed this episode, by the way. Owens was hilarious on this episode. The three gifts. He's always hilarious. His gifts to Jericho were amazing. I miss it. What was it? Oh, he gave uh, he gave a U.S. title the opportunity. Title match against Reigns, yeah. Yes, he gave a title match to him. Uh, oh, damn it. What was the three gifts? I just remember right off the bat, he, he feels bad because of the dissension between the two, between Jericho and Owens in these past couple of weeks. So let's go ahead and uh, and, and hand off uh, what else is on here. Uh, I think he had, oh, Big Show taking on Seth Rollins. It's sort uh-huh. of like a little gift to, you know, have him have his ass beat. Uh, okay. And what was the third one? Um, Rollins taking on Show, Jericho taking on um, Reigns. Roman Reigns. And what was the third one? God damn it. <clears throat> uh, it escapes me, um, but it was it was Kevin Owens not realizing that man. I, I, I guess that was a gift to give you a title match, but you actually have to win that title match. And he's down there like ringside, realizing like I think I fucked up. Uh, I'm getting my friend's ass beat right now. I didn't mean that. I apologize. Yeah. It was just it was just him on the mic doing a great job, and it was I have it was to go back and catch that. It was very very funny. I really enjoyed it. The match was really good between Jericho and Reigns, um, and then it seemed like at the end Jericho wanted nothing to do with Owens because he ended up costing him the match. So I'm curious to see where that leads after. Does Reigns win the title um, next Sunday at the end of the roadblock line something or whatever whatever the hell they're calling it? I thought that for sure if Jericho won the U.S. title that Owens would be dropping the title to Reigns at roadblock. Now I'm not sure. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure where they're headed with that. And how Jericho's quickly has card. the bloom left the rose that is TJ Perkins? TJ Perkins is uh, no dude. He's not getting a good reaction, a bad reaction. He ain't getting he got no reaction, dude. He, he they're they're gonna have to the turn match. him. They're gonna have to turn him heel and do something else with him because this this silly hot topic millennial shit that they're trying to do with him, which I thought was kind of cute, but now I could see that Middle America, red states. They don't feel like having mm. this guy that's out there as a walking, silly, five-foot-nothing video game character. Yeah, Rich Swan seems to have more personality. Some he of the does. other 205ers seem to have more personality. I, I think that uh, they need to go back to the drawing board on TJ Perkins. Yeah, and he'll get there. And I don't think all of it's his fault. I think a lot of it is the, is the writing and that they've given him and the the storylines. So I'm not going to pin it all on him. Um, but yeah, I think the, the championship's in better hands with Rich Swan right now. And let's get sure. to the main event. We'll, we'll end at this and not main event. Final segment. Charlotte comes out. Sasha Banks, Ric Flair, Ric Flair takes up for Sasha. 
Right. Um, these two, man, this doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. Should the title change hands again, which it will, time to call it a day on the crying because it doesn't yeah. mean shit anymore. Like I Sasha's, I, I I know it's, you can't be smirch sweet Sasha, but the Sasha sobbing, I'm a little girl that just believed in myself shit is starting to get a little trite. I'm going to that uh, well too often. I'm a little pissed off that they're using the Iron Man match um, without the two people who made it famous in NXT for the women at least. I'm kind of upset that they're using this with Charlotte, even though I'm, I'm on Team Charlotte. It just kind of kind of bummed me out that they're doing that. Turn your mic on. Hit it again. You're muted. Hit it again. Come on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who recommended this fucking mic? I hit the goddamn button like 14 fucking you, times. You gotta, you gotta press, it, press it in harder. I'm pressing it all the way. Fuck this mic. I'm gonna get a new one. It's always facing the wrong direction on me. <laughs> yeah, God, I saw the, the much in the same way you saw the Ellsworth swerve coming. I saw the Ric Flair shit. Oh, yeah, 100%. Coming a mile away. This yeah. was not a good segment to put last, and I get it. They're trying to no. be very progressive no, i get that they're trying to put women in the main event and i love that this was just that's not a gender thing this was just not a great segment to go last the show ended at eleven ten. it went too yep. long um you know charlotte was mocking her own dad for crying she put bank's body in front of flair and mocking rick for crying it was it was just so it was not so a telegraphed it would yeah. no, it was not a main event segment. There needs to be closure with this shit soon. Now I'm not sure if WrestleMania is considered too far away. Is Royal Rumble gonna be the culmination of? I have a feeling they're gonna take this all the way to Mania. Oh, and that's God, it. No. The war no. to settle the score. I mean, they've gone this far, passing this hot potato of a women's title back and forth. I'd say smart money is on them doing one final match at WrestleMania. And that's <sighs> gonna be it. And then there will be no I mean, more. And then I'll Mickey James it. will come in and take more news. I won't have pants on. And then, oh, what, what? Mickey James? What's that? Oh, yeah, nudes? I'm Mickey in James? That. Nudes? Yeah, I'm What's in. What's that? Yep. Awesome Kong? Yep. Nudes? Love to see that. Te- Tamina? Nudes? Text me. I've always wanted to see your dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The Rough House Podcast is a free, twice-weekly podcast that we provide to you for free. Since it's free, you have no right to bitch about anything we say or post. Since it's free, you are expected to take our word as law. Really? Our ideas as genius. Really? Our videos as Oscar-worthy. Really? And given that it's fucking free, we need you to tell your fellow IWC nerds about the show. Tell them it's free. Everyone has a price for the million-dollar man. Tell them it's free to follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter. It's also free! To follow us at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. It's super F-R-E-E free to subscribe to us on YouTube, too. Tell your nerd friends to listen to The Rough House on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. Don't forget to lick a Lincoln, drink some penny tea, and always be Mark as fuck. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for ya! This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.